But why don't you grab a seat as we get into the Word. Now, uh, Nessa already mentioned about um, COVID-19 and Christmas, and we have had a little bit of an interesting year, and I want to talk about COVID-19 today. See, because there's a whole lot of things that as a church and as individuals, we could have or maybe should have learned through not COVID-19, but through lockdown. And so this morning, that's what we're going to look at today. And I've titled the message, Are You Growing or Are You Going? Can we say that together? Are you or are you? Okay, I'm going to explain that a little bit later. But during lockdown, we said as Church Unlimited that we're going to come out of the stronger, closer to God and closer to others. And I believe in different ways we've done that corporately and individually. And it's great. And, you know, during lockdown, Pastor Tark, when he was recording from his home up in his office at home, um, he shared this message about uh, reflect, reset, renew. And this message is kind of based a little bit off that, and we're going to launch into it. And see, my take is, is COVID-19 disrupted our lives, but not the virus, the lockdown. Lockdown caused us to stop, and it changed. And and somebody said to me that COVID-19 is a little bit like the ocean tide. See, when the tide is in, especially in the Manukau Harbour, when the tide is in, everything looks amazing, right? But when the tide goes out, you see mud. You see, it even smells a little bit sometimes. Like, it's just not as pretty as it could be. And see, I want to say that COVID-19 through lockdown kind of did the same, but for us personally. See, when, when everything's going normal, it's like the tide's in. But when lockdown came, it's like the tide went out and it exposed a whole lot of things because we're in a different environment and we're locked at home and we've got all these weird things happening. Um, A number of our staff have had a privilege of going over to Tuvalu where we've got a campus. And in Tuvalu, when the tide goes out, it still looks pretty because it's amazing in the Pacific's there. But what gets revealed is shipwrecks. What gets revealed is old war cannons from World War II. And that's what happens when things go out you see what's lying underneath. And my question is, what got revealed to you during COVID-19, during lockdown? Because I'm sure there was a lot that got revealed. And I want you to actually ask the question, what did God reveal to you? Because he revealed a whole lot of things to me through lockdown. Now, I want to make this clear, and we need to understand this. God did not send COVID-19. Okay? God did not send COVID-19. And Romans 8 makes it really clear. He uses things. He uses situations and turns them for good. Our God didn't send the virus on the world, but in the situation, he can turn that thing around and reveal things. So what did God reveal to you during lockdown? Have a think. Anything? Winston Churchill is uh, credited with saying this word, never, this uh, quote, never let a crisis Oh, I better get it right. Never let a good crisis go to waste. That's what it says. And today, that is what I'm trying to do, is let us not let lockdown go to waste. Because I don't want us to have to go through another lockdown. Is anyone with me on that? Oh, a few of you want lockdown to come back. No, I don't want it to come back. And I don't want to waste the experience that we had. And, and for me, when the tide went out through lockdown, it revealed a few things in my life. So one thing it revealed is it showed a few gaps in our family life. And, you know, actually, 
Lockdown was really good for the four of us and the kids and doing different things together. The challenge is trying to build on that. And even yesterday, I went on a bike ride with Emma. Zach's not so, and he wasn't around, so it was easier to get out because he's not as keen about bike riding. But just doing things with a family is really good. Lockdown put us in that place where it's kind of like you had to, or else you're bored at home. But it also showed, you know, there's the opportunity for me and Jody, for Jody and I, to invest more in our marriage. Now, you have to ask Jody whether it made any difference or not, but maybe it's better. But you know what lockdown really showed both of us? That we need people. When just the two of us, not enough. We need people in our lives. We need people. I love, I love this family. I love every one of you. I love the fact that we get together. But we created for uh, interaction. You know, I, I have to be honest, I am hopeless in the kitchen, like I really am. And it's better that I just stay out of the way. So I play my part by going and doing the weekly grocery shopping. So I go to Pack and Save every week and I do and do that. Uh, you know, because Jodie, she loves shopping, but the supermarket is not shopping. <laughs> For me, it's hunting, you know, that, that, but, but I, so I'm all right, that's my part, that's what I play. But during COVID-19, during lockdown, oh, Jodie just needed people. And so where were the people? They were at the supermarket. <laughs> so she didn't care how long the line was, uh, she was, people, I'm off, uh, she, any excuse. And, and it was amazing. It was amazing how long she could take just to go and get the essentials of chocolate and ice cream. <laughs> oh, I wasn't meant to share that. That's a family secret. But people, we need people. That, I, honestly, we need people in our lives who really do. But COVID really did that lockdown showed us stuff. It revealed stuff in our lives. And, and I just want to say, I don't want to go back into it, but it was an opportunity for us to really grow. All reveal, are we growing? Are we developing a relationship with God? Or are we just going through the motions? And it's a really good question to ask. Is that what's happening? Now, in one of our um, staff meetings a while ago, Pastor Ivan mentioned this statement, and it's really true. See, we can't just have revelation. We need to have application to get through to transformation. And see, I believe, and this is what you've got to see, I believe lockdown gave a whole lot of us, I hope all of us, some revelations about different areas of our lives, right? We saw things differently. And being in New Zealand, which we are, we're really lucky because we got out of lockdown pretty quick. Now, Auckland did suffer a little bit more than the rest of the country, but we got out of it. And so we didn't have to stay in that situation where maybe we definitely applied it to our lives. We got the revelation but there was not the time that we had to apply it to our lives. So a lot of us got the revelation, but there was no transformation because we didn't do anything about it. And I read a statement just uh, during the week, and it said, we can't address what we don't confess. So what that's saying is, if you don't stop and confess, and that's not confessing a deep sin, that's confessing, actually, I see that I could do better in that area. I see I could improve that area. And until you stop and see it, and even say to God, hey, I see that, I confess it, you won't start addressing it. And I believe many of us, during lockdown, we saw it. We got the revelation. If you can picture it, we got the revelation, but that's where it stopped. And if that's where it stopped, it actually did no good. And I don't want us to waste lockdown. 
And I certainly don't want it to come back. I just want to say that I don't want it to come back. And one thing it really highlighted for me is we can be growing in God or we can be going through the motions. We can be growing in God or we can just be going to church. Now, I remember a statement by um, Pastor Danny Guglielmucci, who is one of, was one of our New Zealand Beyond speakers for a few years, and he used this phrase of churchianity. And I thought, oh, the Italian, he made it up in Australia, but he didn't. The, the churchianity actually came from Spurgeon back in 1860, so it's been around for centuries. And what's really interesting is we need to ask the question, are we a churchian or are we a Christian? Yeah. Have we got churchianity or have we got Christianity? You need to think about it. Because actually that's what lockdown probably revealed to many people around the world is what is my faith based on? Now this week is is our life group week and we've got overflow for the young adults on Monday night. We've got small groups all during the week. And that is one of the questions that you're going to discuss. Churchianity versus Christianity. And we're going to keep coming back to it, but it's something that we need to ask. Is my faith based on the church or is my faith based on following Jesus? And it's actually something we have to ask. So we'll look at that a little bit more. So what are the lessons that I saw during COVID-19 and during lockdown? Well, I've got a number we're going to look at. So the first one is nothing, absolutely nothing can stop the church. Am I right about that? Nothing can stop the church. And we need to be excited and know that the church is always here. And we're going to touch on that a little bit later, but the church is always here. And why is that? Well, because God makes it really clear in his word that, what does he say in Matthew 16? Um, Now I say to you that you, Peter, which means rock, upon this rock I will build my church and the powers of hell will not conquer it. See, we've got to see God didn't send it But I believe Satan wanted to use COVID-19 to halt the church, to stop the church and push the church out of relevance. And let me tell you, the church is so relevant. The church is the hope of our world. The local church is what our communities need. Who's with me on that? The church is what's needed. And we need to see that and we need to understand that. But God wants his church to keep flourishing. And I love Romans 8. If God is for us, then who can be against us? Nothing can stop the church. Yes, we may not have been able to meet in the buildings, but the church kept functioning and the church kept growing. And actually, um, on Friday night, we had Team Unlimited and Pastor Tuck talked about ways that this campus especially, but many of the campuses have really grown in a number of different areas through the lockdown and COVID-19, which is exactly what it should be. It should cause us to be able to go deeper and go higher. And that there really is treasure in darkness. When things look tough, it causes gold to come out. I mean, that's, ladies, that's how the diamond rings form. When the pressure comes on, something good can come, can come out of it. Can come out of it. It's really interesting, right, throughout the book of Acts, when the church got persecuted, you know what happened? They didn't go into hiding. They moved out, and the church exploded. And that's what we got to see. Satan tried to suppress us, but the church exploded. And I believe what you're going to find in, in the aftermath of COVID-19 and when this has all got to a, some sense of normality, that Christianity has grown. Because what's happened is people have found Christ. They've stopped relying on some form of religion and they've actually found Jesus. And that is really, really important. 
You know, up in Kaitaia, we've got a campus up in the far north there, and they've got a, an amazing youth group there. And so during lockdown, of course, they couldn't meet, so they started having Zoom meetings online, and they're all dotted all around the far north and the WAPs and, and the back blocks and nowhere where they're lucky to even get cell phone signal. But there they are on the Zoom meeting online. And they weren't meeting for 40 minutes. They were meeting for four hours. Young people, teenagers. And you know what was happening? God was breaking out over the computer. People were actually, one of them got slain in the spirit in their bedroom. I don't know what part of up there, but that was happening. Why? Because you can't stop the church. And because you don't need a building for the church to keep moving. So I want to ask the question, did your relationship with God thrive or dive during COVID-19? Have a think about it. Did it thrive or did it dive? And depending on which one, You've got to ask the question, why? And is it more because we're relying on the church, or if we're relying more on the gathering together to base our foundation, to have our faith, than we are relying on actually connection with Jesus? And that is a really, really important question. Which leads me to point number two, and I really saw this. Sunday cannot be your connection with God. Isn't that true? But we need to see that. We cannot be basing this meeting on how we keep our faith together. And if it is, we've got an issue. We've really got an issue because you know what? Lockdown showed us that the meeting can't always be here. But Jesus will always be there. Our faith will always be there. Mark 14 says this, God will strike the shepherd and the sheep will scatter. And what was God saying by that? Because you have based your relationship of God on the person, on the pastor, on the meeting, on the gathering, and when that disappears, when something happens, it shakes your faith. Where if it's based on Jesus, it doesn't matter what happens. You know, we have to see that we don't need the bass guitar and the drums at home to worship God. Yeah. I have a problem, though, because my voice is that bad. God doesn't mind it, but I do. So I really actually need some music going on to worship God. But I'm, I'm just being honest. But, you know, we need to stop being relying on the outward trappings, you know, the, the pulpit, the preacher, the music to build our faith. You know, there's a song by Matt Rebin. It's, it's called The Heart of Worship. Listen to this. When the music fades, when all is stripped away, and I simply come longing just to bring something that, of, that is of worth. See, that's true worship. That's true Christianity, where we don't need all the stuff or the lights or the screens or the people, where we can just connect with Jesus on our own. See, the church or the pastor cannot be our connection with Jesus. Hebrews 5, this is a challenging verse even for me to read. Hebrews 5, 12 and 14, you have been believers so long that, that you ought to be teaching others. Instead, you need someone to teach you again the basic things about God's Word. You are like babies who need milk and cannot eat solid food. Solid food is for those who are mature, who through training have the skills to recognize the difference between right and wrong. See, if we need the church... Now, the church is great, and we need to be hearing, and we're going to touch more on that in a little bit, but if everything is based on the church meeting, then actually that's what churchianity looks like. If we can't do it without the church meeting, then we've got an issue. Yeah. We've got something that's not quite right in their foundations. Yeah. And what I loved about COVID-19, and let me be really clear, I don't want lockdown to come back at all. 
You know, Jody and I, we enjoyed certain aspects of it, but we really didn't like it. You know, the, the happiest day I've ever seen my kids is the day school was back. I'm not sure whether they're excited to go to school or just to get away from mum and dad. But, I mean, we're okay parents. But I don't want it to come back, but the lessons that could be learned through it are so important. The lessons, the things. And, and you know what's really scary in Scripture? is the amount of times the children of Israel had to keep going through the difficult times. Guys, we need to learn the lessons because I don't want lockdown to come back. You, you understand? We've got to learn the lessons. We've got to see. And you know, during lockdown, we, we didn't have to make room for God. There was room. There was free time. All the busyness was stripped away. But see, we have control of that. I have control of that. And if that's what's stopping us from connecting with God on a daily basis, which is point number three, that we should and we could connect with God every day, that's what it should look like. The question is, do we? Do I? Are you connecting with God every day? Because that's what the Bible talks about. You know, and... Um, the second scripture up there is really interesting. Matthew 26. Do you lack the strength to stay awake? Ooh, that's a bit challenging, isn't it? Even for just one hour, keep alert and pray that you'll be spared from the time of testing, that you should, you should have learnt by now that your spirit is eager enough, but you, your humanity is weak. See, the truth is we need to be connecting with God on a daily basis because there's so much of the world all around us and we're not called to be separated and tied away from the world, but we're called to have the strength that's found in a daily personal relationship with Jesus. You know, the other thing that I've really learned is if we go to God, he's always there. It's quite funny. As soon as you stop, you start reading the word, it's like, oh, God's in the room. It's like, how did that happen? And then we go to pray, and it's like we start praying, and it's like, oh, this is the presence of God here. How did that happen? It's because God's always there. We're just not connected. Do you understand? It's, it's our problem. It's not his problem. And we need to stop and do that and connect and get connected with God. Acts 17 on the, on the screen, it's really clear. Every person longs for God. Every person longs for God. We long for God, but the people out in the world are longing for God. They're looking for him. And he's actually easy to find. You just got to look. You just got to stop and look. And you know, lockdown gave us the ability to really find him if we wanted to because it, is, it was all removed. Massive learning, massive learning through COVID 19, through lockdown. You know, that one other thing that I really learned is I and Jody, it's not a male or female thing, as parents, we are the spiritual authority in the home. And if we want to see our children, if we want to see our grandchildren grow up in God, we can't leave it to Sunday school on a Sunday to grow their faith. We have to be the ones leading them. Now, I love what our kids' church, if you don't have kids and you missed it, then you really missed out on seeing some great programs. What the kids' church put together, I really enjoyed it. Um, but it was my responsibility to get Zach and Emma in front of the program. I had to do it. And I learn as a parent, if, if the only school teaching that they're doing is at school Monday to Friday, it's not enough learning. It's just the same, if not worse, that if we are only leaving it to Sunday school, the kids will not have the foundation that they need. 
Now, you've got to have the right ages and stages for our children, but we need to take the responsibility and help them develop a personal relationship with Jesus. And let me tell you, they are more eager than we are, and they're more open than we are. We just have to help them. It's our responsibility. COVID-19 really did teach me that. So we've got to make sure we're connecting, that we're connecting with Jesus on a daily basis, because he's there and he's waiting for you to do it, but we need to just stop. So point number four, we are better together. Why don't you say it right now together? We are Do you believe it? Because we actually are. We need each other. Uh, Psalms makes it clear. God put the solitary into families. But which family? The church family. See, together we are one big family. We are a family and we need each other. I love Ephesians. And this is really, really clear. Ephesians 6. Uh, Ephesians 2, the entire building is under construction. Which building? And is continually growing under his supervision until it rises up completed as the holy temple of the Lord himself. That means that God is transforming each one, one of you. Wait, I thought we're building a building. Yeah, the building's us. We are becoming the building, the body of Christ. Each one of you into the Holy of Holies, his dwelling place through the power of the Holy Spirit. See, we need to be in small groups. We're better together. We need to be connecting. If you don't have a small group, you need to go and find one. A group of believers that can encourage you to keep going deeper and you can encourage them. You know, I was talking to somebody during the week and they were reminding me about four or five years ago. I wasn't that interested in in having a small group of dads meeting together. Well, now I love it. And this week we're meeting again and we, and we meet. And, and I'm starting to build my own theology about this and I'm sure it's completely wrong. But I reckon that when dads pray, God moves. I'm not sure about mums, but when dads pray, God moves. And you know why I say that? Because when we've been praying as dads, God's been doing stuff. You know, just the last time we met, we heard about one of the dad's daughters was having a medical issue. And we prayed, and then we saw in our WhatsApp group the next morning, she woke up and it was gone. The issue was gone. That's the power of God when people pray together. And since the last lockdown in our group, and we've must have met three or four times, we've seen a house sold, a house bought, we've seen healings, um, and there's, oh, yeah, the amazing healing of a wrist that the doctors just couldn't sort out, and we prayed, and the guy was just amazing, like, I'm, it's gone. He's like, he's shocked because he'd never seen a healing before, and he's like, what do I do? I just keep, keep believing. But why? When people pray together, when you get together, you share what's going on, you pray, God does something. So find a group, because we are better together. Point number five, and this is a really big one. We are the church. Okay, tell the person next to you, you are the church. Go on, say it to the other person, you are the church. So let me base it on scripture and then we're going to talk about it a bit. So 1 Corinthians 12, now you are Christ's body and individually members of it. So we are all the church together, right? So Colossians 1, he is also the head of the body, the church. And then in Acts 7, it says, Moses was with our ancestors, the assembly of God's people. What's really interesting, the assembly of God's people, that looks like this, right? 
But anywhere we gather together, that's the assembly of God's people. Well, the New King James translation translates that word to church. Um, the, oh no, to congregation. The Old King James translates that to church. See, the problem is, is the English language, I find it really hard. I, I don't like English, but anyway. I wish I had another, another language to claim, but I don't. So, But we talk about what church do you go to? And when people ask that question, they're referring to where do you, what building, what organisation? But actually, that's not the church. The church is you and I. The church is the people meeting together. And one thing that I learned is we need the church. We need each other. We don't need the building. It's just the building makes it easier for us to meet together. And, and what you've got to see is we don't need this building. It makes it a lot easier, I can tell you, on a sound system and everything like that. But what we need is each other. But also, you need to see that you are the church. So the question is, so how are you involved in the church? Because you are the church, so what, where's your part and where are you involved? Because we are building the kingdom together. We are the church, not the organisation. The organisation is just the systems and things around all of us doing life together. And when we can see that, we understand that one, we have a place, but two, we are needed. But three, we need each other. And we need to see that we are the church. So the point is we don't need to go out and have a missions program because when you go out, Church Unlimited is going out to the community. So tomorrow when you go to your workplace or go to drop off the kids at school or you go to the local sports club or the gym, Church Unlimited is going out to the community. Why? Because we are the church. We don't need the organisation. We are the church. We are God's hands and feet. We are the body of Christ together and we need each other. And when we can see that, it makes a difference to how we function. Now, I really feel this. We need to see that, one, we are growing in God. Are you growing? Two, you need to see that, are we growing the kingdom? Not, are we going to church? Are we going through the motions? Am I just going to church because that's how I build my faith? And if you can see that, it's our responsibility. It's all of our responsibility to see the kingdom grow because you're the church. And I hope that lockdown caused you to see it differently. And today what I'm believing is God's going to give you revelation to see it. But then, okay, what's the application? The question I have with the church is, so where are you involved? Where are you connected? Because if you're not, and it's just coming and turning up on a Sunday and you're patting yourself on the back and going, yes, I made it to church. Well, actually, no, you are the church. And wherever you meet with other people, that's the church. So then how are we growing the kingdom together? Do you see that? But you've got to see the revelation of it. And then you've got to do something about it. And then when you do something about it, then we see transformation. But you can't just get the revelation. You've got to do something. You've got to really put into practice. And what am I asking you to do? I'm asking you to ask God what he's saying to you about this. Because you know what? Right now, there's probably a thousand different ideas going through this room. And that's what I hope. Why? Because we're all individuals co together connected as a church. We are the church. But point number six, and this is the last one, and you will have seen this during lockdown, anything and everything can change in a moment. Man, just so quickly. I mean, how I was so worried on Friday. I've not watched a news bulletin for a long time until two o'clock. I was like, what? All it takes is one, well, two words, level two. 
You know, I'm getting cold sweats. I'm thinking about Team Unlimited at night. Why? Because something can change in a moment. That's what lockdown taught us. But God remains the same. God never changes. I love Malachi 3. For I am the Lord, I do not change, therefore you are not consumed. Listen to this in 2 Chronicles. Pastor Steve gave me this verse. It's a great one. This, I think this is about COVID-19 and lockdown. Then Hezekiah and all the people rejoiced that God had prepared the people since the events took place so suddenly. See, if our relationship with God is built on Jesus, on being a Christ follower and not on a, a church and a pastor and a meeting, when things change, our foundation doesn't change. When things change, which they will, and can come and rock our world at any moment, it's, just, and it's not just COVID-19. Anything can change, and, and life can turn around in a moment. And it's so scary. You know, I read this quote. In this ever-changing world, we serve a never-changing God. How good is it that God is so faithful, that He is our rock, He is our tower, and we can build our entire life on Him. Come on, let's give it up for God this morning. He is so good. You know, James 4 talks about life just vanishing in a vapour. And I saw that with COVID. And I saw the importance of not just waiting, but knowing that with Jesus I can do all. And that he can, he can be my rock and my foundation. See, if we never see it, if we never get the revelation, and then we don't confess it, we will never address what God is saying to us. And we need to see that what do you need to address today? 